it can be hard to teach your kids about how their emotions can affect their actions and attitudes. Sometimes it is the smallest thing that can make us angry and react in unkind ways. What Should Dragon Do follows Dragon and her two roommates as they navigate the everyday irritations of living together. Dragon responds in anger when things don't always go her way. Through question and answer, kids learn how to choose patience and kindness and how to make better choices. Written by Stephanie Webb with beautiful and colorful illustrations by KidsArt, What Should Dragon Do will make you laugh as you read about Dragon and her adventures with her friends. What Should Dragon Do can be ordered online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Chapters Indigo, or directly from the publisher at friesenpress.com. It is also available as an audiobook on Audible. Ooh, man. It's been a rough one, hasn't it? She's torturing me out here. Let me tell y'all, audience. I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Spares Under Review. This is what she's doing to me. And I, I wish you I had... You volunteered to do this with me. I wish I had that part of that song by... Uh, why are you doing this to me from, uh, oh God, what are they called? Silk Sonic or something. That's, uh, what's his name? Silk Sonic. Uh, Anyways, y'all can look that up. Yeah, you know, Silk Sonic is, you know, and, and he's like, why are you doing this to me, girl? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I'm in here and I'm actually having to read books, watch movies. I'm doing a lot of research. Now, in this research, we're talking about Twilight. Twilight, I've covered uh, the new moon. And I'm going to say this before we go deep into this and, and, and make this a heavy episode. Once I wa started the pattern, I started the pattern of watching the movie, reading the book. And this time it was parallel almost. I read the book, then watched the movie. No, no, I watched no. the movie, then I read the book. But the book is so much better than the freaking movie. Right, right. And... And I mean, you're, we've said this a few times, but there is so much detail in the books that you're not going to get in the movies. But in this, um, in this whole saga, um, to sum it up, there is so much missing from the, or in the movies that should have been in there. And I mean, it's detailed. Mm -hmm. And... From my perspective, I'm not a book reader at all. So I'm listening right. to audiobooks and I do it in my spare time now. This time I've been off from work a few days. I'm a little banged up here, uh, everybody, but I'm all right. Um, so I've been doing it at my leisure. I've had a, I had a few travels I had to go on. And I've had this time that I was, and this is sad, people. And this, is this tells you how bad my attention span is. I'm listening to the books as I'm watching YouTube with no volume. I it was I was watching something instructional. I was trying to figure out how to do something, and I didn't need to hear the volume. So I sat, I've, I've sat there with the books now, and that's how I'm doing them. Mm -hmm. And then this next one that I'm about to get into, we'll go into that later. But here's my thing. No disclaimer, because these movies have been out long enough that right. that I'm not giving you any spoilers. If I had to do a percentage on an adaptation level of book to movie, this would get a 42% right. in this movie. They dropped the ball mm -hmm. in New Moon. Right. The other ones... And it, it, it only gets worse. I, I that, that's why I'm having you watch the movies first until we get to Breaking Dawn Part 2. Okay. Up Breaking Dawn Part 1, you can watch, but after we finish that, you have to listen to the book because I want you to experience it the way that I did. And anybody out there that has read the books and watched the movie, they're going to know what I'm talking about whenever I say that. 
Okay. Now, on to the movie aspect, because yes. everybody knows I'm a movie aficionado <laughs> or buff, whatever you want right. to say. Let's use now, buff from now on instead of aficionado, because I can barely, I chop it up. Right. And, and the movies by themselves, they're not, they're not bad. I, I enjoy the movies. But sitting there and thinking in comparison, like those, the movies are trash compared to the books. Now, adaptation wise, I haven't mm-hmm. read the Harry Potter books. But I've read Divergent. Okay. I've done Divergent and the movies. I never did Maze Runner in the books. None of that. Percy Jackson, I didn't do the movies, but I read the books because they were when I was younger. Okay. So I'll have to do those later. But um, the closest comparison I can use is Divergent. And I didn't read all of the Hunger Games. I've skimmed through the books, but from what I was told about that, that's that's almost on par. Okay. So just comparing this with what I've seen with Divergent... If you watch, what I would have done with this is, I would have definitely loved to have read the books completely first and then watch the movies. Or watch the movies and then read the books. Because when you read the books, it's going to make you go back to the movies for research. Right. And you're going to have a better reference from the books. So, right, so you can piece in the parts that you're missing, yeah. And Or the movies missing. And, and my only disclaimer, my only fault with this movie is... At the level of what I've read and what I've watched, I would not want to tie my mind around this unless I was about 13 or 14. Okay. At a young age, watching this, reading the books, and if you get any cardinal knowledge of vampires or lichens, as I like to call them, from any other source, and that's basically me saying, if you go watch Underworld and then watch this, or and watch any Anne Rice movie, there's going to be a lot of downturn. You're going to have to pick a side. Are you going to... That's the whole point of this series, though. It's not supposed to be your normal vampire or werewolf. That's that's the whole point that she was doing. Okay. And that's what a, a lot of people get offended by. That's not a that's not a vampire. Vampires don't sparkle. No, that's, that's the whole point. She was getting away from the normal um, image of what people think vampires are. Right. And, and so I did another twist with this. You know, everybody knows I'm a video game thing, so mm-hmm. all of our video game listeners tie this in very closely. Castlevania, which is strictly around Dracula. If you go back to Symphony of the Night, when Dracula's son, which I can't pronounce his name, but it's Dracula spelled backwards. It's the A and going, so whatever Dracula is spelled backwards. If you kind of follow that character and you follow Robert Pattinson's character... You see some parallels. Okay. And if you've ever played Symphony of the Night or Dracula X or anything that ties around that series, you can see where this author had to have some kind of touch with Castlevania, not the the border one, but the second set that goes with the story of the Dracula son and right. how he enjoyed the humans. Like he wasn't going to kill him. Okay. So when I did that, I was like, wow, I like this. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into that. I said, there's a correlation. And I said, in, in my back of my head, I said, even if it doesn't relate you take those two source materials and this is where we tie in everybody. Like this is like, like what I love about culture. Let's take the anime buffs. If you go watch Castlevania on a certain streaming service that I'm not going to name, cause I'm not friends with them right now, which is Netflix. And you tie them both in with this, like some parts of it, not the actual hard and Dracula part. You can get the romance in it. And what I did with that is, I haven't gone too deep into Twilight just yet because after we're done with this podcast, we're going to go right in and go watch the Twilight, I hope. No? 
I'm just I'm just letting you talk because you're 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 getting off topic. We're discussing the comparison of the two movies, not the comparison of other stuff to the shows. All right, my bad. Sometimes I go off on rants. All right, so getting back to the movies in the book, I was fairly disappointed with the knowledge I got from the book because I was like, why did the book give me so much stuff to make me want to love this stuff? Mm -hmm. And why did the movie harden me so much? Because New Moon, if I have to give it a rating, and we're going to the JR system and stuff, there's two things. But you also got to think of it this way. Are you comparing your numbers, comparing the two together? Or are you thinking of just how was the movie and how was the book separate? Like, uh, if, if you had only sat down and watched the movies, what would you think of the movies so far? Thus far? Like, that, they, they, like that's what I was trying to say. The, their movies aren't bad if you're only going to sit down and watch the movies. If you're just going to sit down and watch the movies and you're not worried about character development, yes. Right. The first movie was really fast. Right. And there, a lot of the explanations, once I got the book, I got the... It elabor- elaboration is what I have to have. Even in I normal understand life. that, but that's what I'm saying though. If someone was to sit down and just watch the movies, then you'll like, be hooked on then, it. Right? Then they're they're good. Yeah. But in the comparison to from the movies to the books, the the book the movies are trash. But if you read the books first and then you're watching the movies, you can kind of piece in the pieces. That made no sense. You can kind of add in the pieces that are missing to make it make sense to you. So. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'll say you you get better enjoyment the way you're saying. Yeah. And I'll say this, even going forward with it, I'm excited because, you know, I've got some snippets of other <laughs> things because of. Um, My dad was watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Because your dad was watching it. But it seems like and then with the. the I don't know the name of the vampire council that we saw in the movie. The Volturi. The Volturi. However you pronounce it, but that is how I do. So no judgment. All right. So I'm just going to call on the dark order. I'm just going to call on the dark order. (laughs) (laughs) So so to me, because I'm simple minded. Those people, Mm -hmm. they were intense. The leader, he was tough. I really appreciate both adaptations from the book to the movie. I will say his character is, is on point. It's a little right. bit, more, he's a little bit violent in the book. Right. He's got a tense to him or a, a, a stance. that's just a slightly different. Right. But see, and, and that's the thing. If they do follow through with this whole series thing, like, you know how they do Grey's Anatomy and they have the voiceovers yes. kind of like in the beginning and in the end. And sometimes, Throughout the show, I feel like it would be a huge opportunity, opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) My mind went crazy. Um, I think it would be a great opportunity to pull out Bella's character and even combining the books that she wrote from Edward's point of view. Oh, there's books like that? That I think she finished the first one and was doing the second one and somebody leaked it. So I don't know if she ever finished or she could have started the first one. Somebody leaked it and just never finished it. I don't remember. Okay. I'll definitely do some research on that. But It's been a long time ago. But overall, I'm excited about it because it's like it's a, it's using a lot of sensory I don't mm-hmm. normally use. Because normally like we can we can just bang out, watch a movie and then right. I'll lose the memory of it after I record it. <laughs> right. And that's that's the thing I enjoy with these ones. Um I can read the books or listen to the books multiple times 
and I have. And then there's sometimes there's pieces that I don't necessarily catch the first time through. Heck, I think it was the third time through that I, um, it stuck in my brain, the whole bedroom scene, um, when he took her to his house and it wasn't, it wasn't sexual, obviously, but it was, um, they went to his bedroom. He had no bed. He had a couch and he had a whole bunch of bookshelves with a bunch of music on it. And the way they portrayed that part and leading up to the baseball scene in the book, I think it would have had a, a lot more, um, um, how, what am I trying to say? Like we would have had more interaction between the four of them, Jasper, Alice, Bella, and Edward. Oh yeah. No doubt in that. And it's just a few missing pieces that they could have done more with his family in between right. the, the first movie and the second one. Right. The movie kind of makes them look like they're outside, but in the books, they're, they're a strong family. Like they are brother, sister, mom, dad, everybody is tight knit. And it's not one of those that it's like, oh, we're just adopted, adopted siblings. So let's never communicate with each other. Right. I feel like that's kind of how they do it in the movies. I don't feel that strong connection. But you know when watching or listening to, or reading the books that they're inseparable. True. True. And I don't... The thing that I didn't like with the... So, New Moon. The time frame from the paper cut to the day he left her in the woods. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that that was a big problem with me because, um, of course, she gets a paper cut and Jasper goes crazy. Goes Obvi- hand. Obviously, yeah. And that is that is portrayed decently in the movie. I, I'm not taken away from that. But it seemed like that next day, he has already made the decision that he's leaving her. But in the book, it takes what three or four days to yes. to do that. Got I don't some know exactly. Yeah, it. and and it makes sense because it makes her think like, okay, well, he's decided we're leaving, and it's a we. She's going with him. She's not staying here. She has to figure out how to tell Charlie. She has to figure out all of this and that. And I enjoy the part that she cooks for her dad every night, and that's that's the big thing that they missed in the movies. Because in the movies, they go to the diner and eat all the time. Yeah. And there's no, like, father-daughter bonding time. And that is what is makes their relationship so strong when it comes to the end of the series. And why it was so, harm- or so hard for her to say goodbye to him in the first movie. Yes. Um, and then why she's so whatever like because in the movies because in the movies it makes it look like their relationship's really strained in the right. second one right it's like oh you're but just the, my dad but the book it just ties them together and it makes right. you it makes you feel like they're a real family right so um, the, oh i got it so the the movie makes it look like he's just the sperm donor yes that's what i'm trying to say yeah and the book is he's a father yeah father father yeah like like anybody can be a dad because you know, yeah. but it takes a strong person to be a father, right? So just a few elements there, but overall, you know, to tie this up mm-hmm. and, and to kind of close it out is it's very engaging, and that's what's missing in the world today. 
Right. Because material, like, we watch TV all the time, but we never go back and look at the other material. Uh, another show, like, I'm not trying to go off topic, but, for instance, Justified. It has books to go with it. Mm-hmm. We've never read the books. Right. Just the show has a certain part of being entertain, entertaining. So, to people that are like me, experience this the right way. Read the books and watch the movies. However you do it works for you. However it works for you, do that. For me personally. Right. I do recommend watching the movies first, then reading the books, and then go back and watch the movies again. Right. Because that reference research, right. or the, the reference leads to not having to research. Right. I just do recommend do not watch Breaking Dawn Part 2 until you read the entire series. Because I need you to have that, oh my gosh, experience that I did. Okay. All right. So on that note, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review.